Can someone please mute Sean? Many people have said that before. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Who's Zooming Who? This is a spin-off podcast from another podcast called The Tuffle Commute. Uh, it's your same two hosts of The Tuffle Commute. My name is Lindsay Kleinfield, joined with... I'm still Sean. Hi. Yes, and we're still podcasting, but nobody is commuting anymore. So we thought The Tuffle Commute was not um, something that we could continue with. Um, however, we are all in the same position now where we're all... Um, you know, teaching remotely. And what we wanted to do is continue podcasting to keep ourselves sane, but have sort of mini podcasts where we um, exchange an idea or a thought or something that we've discovered or that we've been doing uh, while teaching online. Um, and uh, we're recording this in the online video <laughs> conferencing platform of choice now. Yeah, well, it's funny because we're actually used to recording this anyway, but now... now but now uh, we are recording this. So yes. we're recording this in Zoom, which we'll be talking about in future episodes. Um, but, we're, we're, uh, we're in Zoom. We're locked down. We are. We've got we're a we're locked Zoom. down. Spain, nobody knows the link. <laughs> lockdown in Spain, lockdown in the UK. Nobody, know, nobody knows the link to this room because we don't want to get bombed. We're going to talk about that later. Uh, okay. Sean, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about the format of this podcast, uh, and then we get started. Yeah, so we thought, uh, obviously, uh, since no one's commuting and everybody's at home, we thought, uh, because both Lindsay and I dabble a lot in online learning anyway, that we would uh, set ourselves a challenge to start a timer and talk about something relevant to online teaching for 10 minutes. That's it. So it would be a short and sweet podcast. None of the uh, None of the flowery stuff that we do in the commute. Uh, we have picked a topic for each week, uh, and uh, that's our challenge. Each week, it might be more than once a week. We're going to see how it goes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Each, each, episode. each chunk episode. I don't know what we will call it. Still, there's a new world out there. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. So what's our... this week's, uh, what's the, what, sorry, this week's, what is this, this, this episode's uh, topic? This episode's topic is the language that all your students need to learn right now. Video troubleshooting language. Set the timer. Hang on. Let's hang go. On. Uh, I got timer uh, started. Go. Okay. All right. So, uh, w one of the ideas behind this podcast was um, we both kind of came to the realization that probably most English language learners around the world, if they're continuing their English language classes, are probably, uh, if they're doing it remotely, maybe doing it via some kind of video conferencing thing like Zoom or Skype or whatever. Is that probably reasonable to expect? Sean, do you think uh, judging by what I've been doing for the last month with helping all the, the schools out around the world, yes, I think yes. that is. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's not working for everybody, no. but there are lots of people who are doing it. And um, it made me think, like, what kind of stuff is going on in the classes there? But even before getting the class started, I thought one of the things that um, is the most obvious bit of English that everyone has to learn or everyone has to start using is that kind of troubleshooting language for a Zoom or other video conferencing platform when everyone sort of starts getting in. I'm so tempted you know I mean? to interrupt you by just going, hi, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can, can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, so give me a couple of examples off the top of your head of things that you always say at the beginning of any video conference call, apart from can you hear me? Uh, well, you see, I'm a bit naughty. I, I always play music before I start a conference call because that means that people know sound is working. Mm. Ah, 
So I uh, I am I'm very naughty in Zoom. I I, I share screen my uh, Spotify. Um, okay. So I put a bit of classical music on. Uh, if I'm in something like Adobe or something like that, then I pl- I have some copy copyright copyright free music. That's it, isn't it? Which I just play at the beginning, and I yes. think that cu- that cuts down the because the people when the people come into the room, there's always that anticipation of have we started yet? Is there? Should there be any noise? Am I well, that's what I was getting at. Thank so, you, by the way, for using those two minutes to talk about that very practical idea, <laughs> but not our topic. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I believe is a topic because that, yes, so 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 it, it, it cuts out the hi, can you hear me? Or are you talking? Is yeah. is, is the mic on? Um, but I was thinking these are the kind of I things that I like to teach in the first lesson. Okay. Although you've managed to get around that, so um, so what language would be the useful language? Uh, well, I would teach the, um, the well. My students will. There's the language of. Um, of what I was going to say, there's both, there's a both spoken and written language because it depends what the students need to do. Yeah. I mean, and it depends if it depends if it's the first yeah. lesson or the continued lesson because there's the assumption. I mean, a lot of the language is 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 relevant to every lesson. A lot of it is that first lesson of familiarization as well. Yeah. In the same way, you would teach classroom language in the first lesson. Exactly. This is what I think it is. It is the classroom language. I mean, I was thinking about it uh, dividing it up as as is my coursebook writer want into sort of grammatical structures. So I was like, there's all these things with can, you know, can you hear me? Can you yeah. see me? Can can you hear this? Can you see my screen now? Yeah. Can you uh, can you, you know, like all the kind of can for ability. Can, and also, yeah, and the other way, can you switch off your mic? Can you mute can your you mic? switch off your mic? Can you mute yeah. your mic? Can you turn yeah. your webcam on? Yeah. Can you uh, etc. Exactly. There's all also, I think a lot of present continuous, it's not working. Um, my screen isn't working. The internet connection is breaking up. Uh, yep. It's disconnecting. Um, would you say, it's interesting, would you teach, I, I'm, it's going to be a bit nerdy, would you say, it's, you, you said you, you see it with a grammatical head there. Are they not exponents? Are they functional exponents? I do think that I was just trying to impose order on the exponents. So I was like thinking there are, there's a can there, there are present continuous, oh, okay, there's a, a whole bunch of phrasal verbs you can teach. Uh, but I guess, this. Yeah, I guess Break it is. Up, let's hang up and try again. Uh, I can't get through to it. I, um, uh, did you hook up a microphone or whatever? Yeah. 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 Is yeah. I guess. In? Yeah. So, but it, but uh, just, just because I'm a, I like my functions, you could also divide them up into troubleshooting lesson, uh, making the lesson go uh, smoothly, those kind of things. You could, you don't have to, whereas you went for can uh, present continuous and so on. Anyway, um, what okay. else would you teach them? Well, I would probably teach them. You're right. If you were dividing up that way, I would probably teach them the things like the questions that can you hear me? Can you see me? Uh, can you turn off your webcam? Can you connect? I do the, the, the phrasal verbs. I'd also have things like, like um, basic troubleshooting phrases, like, like with apologies. Sorry, the connection isn't very good. Sorry. Um, let's try that again. Let's is another good one. Let's hang up. Yeah, yeah. Let's try that again. Let's try this next week. Let's meet again next week. I, I know, um, but when you go into that way, there's also have you done this? Have you done that? You know, so yeah. that when the student, the students like titles like I can't hear you. There's almost the understanding of the response. Have you turned on your mic? Have you? So would we say that the the uh, the the online virtual teaching, remote teaching equivalent to classroom language is video troubleshooting language? Probably, yeah, yeah. But how would you teach it? Hmm. How would I teach it? Well, maybe you'd have it like classroom language. You'd have the equivalent of like a poster or something like that, like something at the beginning of the first lesson, you might teach them, you might have them displayed on a PowerPoint, or you might have them sort of there in the corner of a PowerPoint or there in like a, 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 a 
a text box or you could post them at the top of the chat. Not sure. There could be different ways of doing it. Yeah, well, I, I say that knowing that I'm going to give you an answer, of course, because I do actually <laughs> do. Give, I, give I, me the answer. <laughs> no, I don't think it's, it, it is the answer, but it is the answer that I do. I would always, in my first lesson, I would um, um, use can-do statements. Uh, so my slide, my one of my first activities would be, I can switch on my mic, I can switch on. Uh, and they, you know, so so they have them on the screen and then they go through them. Uh, or in breakout rooms, they teach each other how to do it. From that, we get the language. Mm. Mm. So well, I've done I've done sort of exercises with them at the beginning where okay. they match the sentence halves. So, for example, sorry, it disconnected again. Uh, the connection isn't very good. Uh, I can't hear. You're breaking up or whatever that kind of stuff. So, sentence half. So, I make it into an exercise at the beginning. Okay, so they did that, and 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 they would do that in the room. How I would do that? I would I would assign I would show it to them. And then they would do that individually themselves. And then we would either do uh, group kind of feedback on it. Uh, I would call on people individually. Again, this would be with like up to 10 people. Uh, and then maybe uh, the way it followed it up was that they would, um, you know, I would, you know, they, they would say them. And then if I wanted to make it last longer, although not usually, because we're going to get it so much natural practice, but you could yeah. make a kind of a dialogue with it where they have to kind of prepare that perhaps in the breakout room. But probably I wouldn't do that because it's the kind of stuff that would come up every, every lesson. Yeah, I think, I mean, uh, that's what I, what I said at the beginning. I think there is that, that divide between, uh, between the first lesson and, uh, and future lessons. And while yeah. I agree with you that it's obviously going to come up naturally, Yes. Uh, it's, it's incidental in the future lessons it's going to come naturally for me it, it has to be a big focus of the first lesson oh of course of so, course but almost in the same way that classroom language is sometimes focused on in the early days and then can be corrected when the student says uh i go bathroom now yeah. you know you say uh yes you can go to the by either reformulating or you know uh correcting it explicitly the same thing with that kind of like incidental language of like how was your weekend my weekend good teacher you know ah, oh, your weekend yeah, yeah, was yeah, very yeah. good that kind of stuff so we would we would teach it that way we do, yeah that's true but would, would we uh two and a half minutes by the way would we need to um it's interesting you said you uh, correct it i just wonder wonder if it's worth correcting you know like, well no i mean it depends we're uh we're coming in like correcting it in the sense of reformulating sure i would okay. you know right. if someone said uh disconnection disconnection you know i'd say oh it disconnected yeah, it, or whatever uh, or, but it's functional language i mean i mean i know what they meant am i am yeah. i does it not become uh does it not become uh in getting the way of the lesson point if we uh if we uh a reformulation doesn't i would i would contend <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! I can't hear you, Sean. You're breaking up. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you're breaking I, up. I've got I've got a loud, painful echo. Uh, Can everyone go on mute, please? <laughs> yes. Can someone please mute Sean? That's another. Um, <laughs> many people have said that before. Uh, with it, so uh, we've we we are coming into uh, one minute thirty left. So let's recap quickly. So let's recap. So. Language. We drew a distinction between the very first lesson, just like classroom. We 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 come to the conclusion that classroom language in the new in the new reality is video troubleshooting language. Uh, that you could focus on it explicitly in the first lesson, either by doing can-do statements or by doing some kind of exercise and explicitly teaching it. And then it would incidentally come up in other lessons, and you could 
depending you on your philosophy, correct it or not. Um, and that you also said at the very beginning that you could get around this, some of these questions by having music gently playing at the beginning. So you get around like whether or not the, 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 their sound is working and so on and so forth. Is that yeah, correct? I mean, I mean, I'm not, yeah, I wouldn't say get around. I think those questions might come up, but there's still this idea. I think people, you know, even you and I that spend a lot of time in these rooms, we, we, you, there is all that, that take when you go into a room of, is it on? Is everything working? Yeah. And I think, and I think that's the last thing I'd say about it is I automatically assume that the first five minutes are going to be that just as a, as in face-to-face -face lessons, I assume the first five minutes are people still getting settled, yes, taking I their actually, books I, out. I think that's very important. That um, yeah. it's just, I said that earlier today to someone, they don't start your main lesson name, you know, five minutes, as you wouldn't in the, in a, in a physical classroom, you no. know, that first five minutes chat, do something that's just going to actually check out the things that you need to use in the lesson. So ensure the mics are working if you need mics, you know, and I think also by focusing on this, we're also recognizing that this will happen. It does happen. And actually, it's okay. It happens. It's it, If it happens to you, it's not because you're teaching badly or you hear the you're time, doing things the wrong. Time has got, the time has got oh, that's the end that's of our it. time. That's 10 minutes. Right. right. And there you go, then. That's the first, uh, first installment of Who's Zooming Who. I'll see you at the next one, Sean. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>